0: Okay, well, before we get started, I should probably show you guys something, my, my Christmas present.
1: From whom? Christmas. Did we do our intro? Not yet. I don't, I don't know if this was not started. I don't know if this could be our early banter.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Does it say, I don't believe it on the back? Because it should. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that is I love it. Awesome that was awesome yeah I you should definitely should get that in the recording and you should you can do
0: whatever you want with it
2: and we'll say nice job Christoph." that can be the end credit there you go yeah
0: we'll go nice job
2: Christoph. that's awesome ah. did that sound authentic <laughs> <laughs> sure entirely good i'm patrick this is will and i'm chris and we are guys with issues in this issue we're talking about the x-men again the 90s we're revisiting it because i decided that we should start the new year by looking back yeah, i wanna back
1: on I, something we enjoyed we didn't really enjoy yeah we didn't really enjoy it. did we not no. No, i don't remember no. yeah. <laughs>
0: you need it. You don't listen to the podcast.
1: <laughs> <He> <laughs> you don't remember what we read. You
2: know that reading hey. that that chart also has our ratings. If you ever, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did.
1: I scrolled through that. Yeah.
2: Um, but this is one that when we read the first three issues, we thought it had a lot of exposition, and it was kind of drab. And and it, we at best we thought it was okay. We thought we didn't dislike it, but we thought it was. Okay, is this the one that you almost quit, actually? Is this the, Was that the episode where he said he almost quit because he just couldn't, he didn't want to keep going through it? I don't know. Uh, I think it, was, the, I think uh, it was with all the Magneto talk.
1: Yeah, where he just kept spouting the same thing over and over yeah, again. I'm yeah, I'm pretty
2: sure you're like, man, I really thought about stopping, and then we had that chat. But I had read a little further and told you guys that I really enjoyed what came after it better. So uh, we always talked about going and looking back at some of the things that happened like that. So I was like, well, why don't we do that? And you guys didn't go, why are
1: we reading this? So it was like, okay, cool. Why not? I I saw it on our chart, and that's why I'm like, oh, we're doing it again because we all must have liked it.
2: (laughs) No, it was actually because we all didn't think it was that good. I also put Saga back on the chart later. So, nice. I mean, and I didn't like that. So. Right. But I figured just because one of us or if I, you know, if it's something where this is a case where I read a little further and I really wanted to know what you guys thought of this part of it um, after after how we felt about the first part. So this is more because I want to know what you think.
0: We'll <laughs> see what happens.
2: Yeah. Uh, so this is our first episode. Ding. Ding. He said the wrong
1: word. Dang it!
2: <laughs> ding, First ding, ding of the year. <laughs> of the year, I knew it was going to happen quick because I call them episodes outside of the podcast anyway. Because I count them by episode and not by issue number. Um. <laughs>
1: I mean, it gets kind of thrown off because we have special editions. Yes, I know. And but, but that's regular fine. issues.
2: I like that the episodes are called issues in title. Right? Yeah, like right. that's yeah. what's important. We'll still try to call it Issues. I'll get the first ding of the (laughs) the new year. Uh, But in in this, before we get started, this is the first one after Christmas and uh, New Year's. Technically, right before New Year's, because guess what? This is our new format. And this weekend is New Year's, and we're current, and this is going to be super crazy because you won't be listening to us talk in the summer when the winter's rolling around and stuff like that. And so we hope you like the new format because if you don't, I guess we're stuck here now. (laughs) Yeah. We lost our three-month window. We did. Uh, So how was your holidays? How were, how was your Christmas? You were sick, Patrick.
1: I was sick. Yeah. yeah he so. usually is. Pat is just sick. Sick, Pat. You're like the sickest. I feel like I pictured, it's
0: the 90s in here or something. I, I picture my daughter yeah. throwing up like, yeah, rock yeah. horns. <laughs> yeah, it's the sickest, Pat. Yeah, I was not feeling well. But, I mean, other than that, it was a good Christmas.
2: You still did your – you felt sick like after the get-together stuff
1: though, right? No, during. Oh, you didn't feel well during it either. Mm -hmm. You must have been socializing too much here recently.
0: Yeah, that happened. (laughs) Still is, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's his way of telling us to get out of his house. See you later, guys. Well, he's Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) And this was guys with
2: He's calling it early. Uh, But So you just suffered through everything. I suffered through everything. You were peopled out. You were sick. But you still made an appearance for the love of your family. Correct. Mm. Well, I I salute you. Yes.
1: <laughs> hats off to Pat.
2: Yeah. Top yeah. hats, ball caps, whatever you got lying around. Sure. So, did you have any fun or were you too miserable?
0: I was too miserable. Mm. Mm-hmm. What
2: a lovely holiday.
0: Wonderful. <laughs> Can't wait to do it again next year.
2: Well, hopefully next year goes <laughs> differently. I hope so. I do too. Being sick over those types of things is never fun, and you are the type that feels obligated to participate. I do so. So that was, I'm sure, it was rough. Uh, are you feeling better now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was still gonna. Think that's good.
0: good. I still have some lingers going on, but I'm but
2: overall, pretty good. Good.
0: That's nice.
1: Yeah.
2: What about you, Wilhelm? How was your holiday? Uh, it was, was, it was it less th- sick? Or was it like... sick,
1: sick. It was still pretty sick, you know. (laughs) But no, we Uh, had my dad's birthday. Yeah. And then uh, Christmas, and it was fun because I got to see my uh, 90-year-old grandfather, right? And he started telling these stories about when he was a kid, and this was, you know, back in like the 1930s, and one of his favorite things was when he'd be able to listen to the uh, old radio broadcasts. Right? oh yeah, yeah, yeah and he'd listen to the old uh captain marvel when it was on the radio really and he listened to what was like the shadow yeah and
2: the shadow is one of the inspirations for batman
1: oh yeah well mm-hmm. he and then he's uh he started talking about how uh you could take the uh the ovaltine caps <laughs> like the old caps and you could save them up and then you could send them in to the show and they'd send you the decoder ring Oh, and he's yeah. like his parents couldn't aff- either couldn't afford or they didn't buy ovaltine but there was a kid in his class that had them and so the kid would save them up and give them to my grandfather that's cool and so he, he he was able to like save those up from this kid and send them in so he got the decoder ring so he listened to captain marvel and get the the code for every week and no, that's uses them awesome. mm-hmm. and i'm like i come by it honest we should. That's what we need to start.
2: We need to start a weekly code. And no, we don't. No, past <laughs> no. is
1: like, we'll send out some decoder rings. Well, uh, <laughs> email us and let us know what you think about this. No.
2: Do what do you need to send us though? Like beer caps. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. send us your dragon's milk. We'll caps. start Those a microbrewery. Cool. brewery. <laughs> no. Wow, this is just escalating. I know. So hard. <laughs> we should have like old timey radio. Uh, commercials though. That's what we should do. We I should thought we
1: should some. start our own like radio show for like instead of writing a comic. Oh no, okay. just do a radio just do show? like a comic book radio show. I am yeah.
0: washing my hands of this. You guys do what you want. Wow.
2: Okay. We can't even do like that. Yes next time <laughs> get your whites whiter and your brights brighter. <laughs> <laughs> just start doing fake ads. <laughs> that would be <laughs>
1: Patrick says, I believe it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like this is way too much
1: work. I love this idea. <laughs> right. Oh, I got a different idea. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Christmas, but uh-huh. uh, in our reading this week, uh, a Beast uses the term gastronomic ventures. Sure. Right? And I'm like, oh, that's a perfect idea. We either like... Do that, or like one of our opening segments could just be called like gastronomics. We just talk about food, well, we even have... though it's like easily you could misinterpret that as like a diarrhea or something, but we're just talking <laughs> about food.
2: That's what we have up sure. the mouth,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: this podcast is gastronomics of the mouth. <laughs>
2: Oh, man. Yeah, what would the commercial for this (laughs) week be? Would it be about boysenberry pie? (laughs) Just like your mother's boysenberry pie.
0: (laughs) I don't know what's happening.
2: (laughs) I thought we were having fun. That is exactly what's happening. (sighs) Oh, shoot.
0: What about you, Christopher?
2: Uh, I had a very busy Christmas, um, but it was fun. We had a bunch of gatherings to go to and stuff going on, and I made homemade eggnog for the first time ever, which is about the equivalent of liquid ice cream in taste, and everybody loved it, including people who were like, nah, I don't really like eggnog. Then they would take a sip of somebody's and suddenly would have a glass (laughs) of their own. I had none left. It was crazy, but yeah. Yeah, gatherings went well. Made some cool cookies on cookie decorating night.
1: Oh, we did that for my dad's birthday. That was fun. You made cookies. My mom made uh, sugar cookies, and you decorated them. And well, everybody else did. I'm like, eh, whatever. But my <laughs> niece had a lot of fun. She'd be like, "I'm gonna decorate a cookie for Papa," and just like mounds of icing on sure. it. Sure. And it'd be funny because my brother would go and grab like the piping that had like the green icing in it, and she'd just look at him. I'd be like, no, I need that one. Take it from him. That's funny.
2: My son coated his whole plate in sprinkles and icing to the point where he was like, I'm going to eat my cookie. And he was brushing off all of the, <laughs> the debris to get down to it. It was
1: ridiculous. Oh, yeah. My mom's tablecloth was, you could definitely tell where uh, my niece was sitting because it was just like sprinkles <laughs> and icing all around in this dead spot where the plate was. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. It was uh, fun. Yeah. I finished The Engineer. Nice. Yeah. Over my
2: way to ring in the New Year with Will White on the podcast. I body. know,
1: right? <laughs> but since I've been off, I uh I got it, picked it up, took a couple days to listen to. It's pretty good. Yeah, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a good follow up. We yeah, all, we both I liked, liked it. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um yeah, you can kind of see what he's building then at the end. Yeah. But I still I'm ready to know what the bigger picture is. Like, what's the looming threat, or is that, like, the, it's got to be something. There's got to be, be something. something. Yeah. But, yeah, it was fun. I started a series that also uses a wizard in space called Galaxy Outlaws, um, and the wizards on the ships deal with the gravity and different things like that. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah. Do you have a, have you done the book club book
0: already? Nope. That's I, my next book. I just finished He Who Fights with Monsters 10
1: today.
2: And you enjoyed it? Yeah. yeah
1: I've enjoyed you see, it I picked one that those. one back up on your recommendation. Yeah. I still don't know how I feel about it, though.
2: How far are you? Which I number? Did, I
1: finished nine. Holy cow. I still don't know how <laughs> I, don't how I know. feel. I'm uh, nine
2: books in.
1: Uh, you, uh, and these aren't short books. They're not short <laughs> books. But I, I listen at work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's like I, I don't have... know how I feel about this series that I literally okay. have read like, like three times as much as Lord of the Rings.
0: <laughs> He's like those Steam reviews it's... where they have thousands of
1: hours in the game. And they're like, yeah, I don't <laughs> recommend it. <laughs> I have ample time because I can listen to books at work, and I need something to listen to. So I'm like, oh, Pat likes these. I'll just keep going. And It's like, like the story is fine, but there's something about the dialogue. I think that is what kind of gets me I like it's it. It's uh, just like
2: Like you don't like the way the dialogue is
1: written. Yeah, it's how to explain it. Like, like it goes it d- it goes too well for him, like you know what I mean?
0: Mm, maybe a bit.
1: Patrick's making a thinking face.
0: I don't know if it goes too well for him. He runs into like a lot he- of issues.
1: Yeah, we'll but have him on the podcast. <laughs> I mean it <laughs> We should have him on the podcast. There we go. He's a little snarky. Yeah. No, it's kinda of, the dialogue is just kind of dry. And nobody ever really like all of the people just sound the same. I don't know, maybe it's just me.
0: Maybe it's just you. I don't know. I don't have any issues with it. Mm.
2: I don't know. That's a criticism that I've seen with different uh different books. Is that when the when the cast as far as the written cast not the narrator? No, no, and, no, like
1: the narrator does a good job. No, does, I know, really, I know that's not what I'm
2: I understood saying. what you were saying, yeah, I, but that's a criticism that I find is um, one I see repeated over many books is is that uh, c- c- when cast members aren't diverse enough in how they, speak it sounds like it's always the same person but maybe with like a slightly different personality but their vernacular is always the same yeah um i think that was one of the problems in my early draft of spark of Mm. my original manuscript but anyway
0: i mean i'm not saying it's perfect but it's something i'm listening to
2: Well, I'll tell you right now, Galaxy Outlaws isn't perfect, but I had fun listening to the first mission. They call each story missions. Hmm. So
0: uh,
2: I don't think something has to be perfect to enjoy it.
0: Unless they're outside of their podcast and they call them stories. Yep. (laughs) Chapters are are books
2: outside of the podcast. I literally thought that. I was like, they call them missions. Oh, that's kind of like
0: what we do. Uh
2: That's funny. But anyway... Did you craft a synopsis? Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, that's me. Do do do
1: Okay, so we read X Men. I think you said that. Yeah, I remember. the night we
2: revisited the nineties. Yes. Yeah, so yeah.
1: deep breath. <laughs> you didn't clear your throat. Oh, is that what I do? I couldn't remember. <laughs> <Jake>. <laughs> I'm like, is This is the deep he breath. He
2: couldn't remember his own stick.
1: Like, look, we went a long time without recording. No, we didn't. We did a back issue. What? Just two weeks ago. Two weeks, weeks ago, ago.
2: <laughs> and just I forgot like to do it normal. then. Are you sure? Did yes. Because I couldn't. I couldn't I remember what the stick was.
1: I remember. <laughs> so I just didn't do it. Oh uh, wow! Well. So <laughs> oh my back. <laughs> Oh, just shoot. Wolverine's unreli- un uh, Wolverine's unrecollected past comes back to bite him, then stab him, shoot him, <laughs> drug him a lot, <laughs> then string him up and almost bleed him to death by a group calling themselves the Upstarts, who believe the best way to cure amnesia is by brutally beating someone an inch from death. <laughs> Logan, a.k.a. Wolverine, for anybody who didn't know, Uh, gets abducted as he and some of his fellow X-Men are on their way to enjoy an evening out after a vicious game of basketball. While in the hands of the Upstarts, Wolverine discovers that they have awakened an old enemy of his by the name of Omega Red, the Russian super soldier and mutant who has the power called Death Factor. The objective of the Upstarts is to force Wolverine to remember what happened on the night he and two of... uh,
2: I like that. I like when you mess up how you go. It's like you rewind your mouth. <laughs> I do. I, I like that sound. Go on.
1: Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the objective of the upstarts is to force Wolverine to remember what happened on the night he and two other operatives stole the C synthesizer. With it and Wolverine's healing factor, they can permanently revive Omega Red and use him to become the dominant force. Will Wolverine survive long enough to be rescued, or is this the end of the Claude Crusader? Find out today on guys with issues.
2: Boom boom boom. That
0: was excellent.
1: Yeah, it Bye. was.
2: That had a you you do great on those. You Sometimes. really do. <laughs> Sometimes. I enjoy them. And you and now that you've been trying to capture the bigger picture of the stories, I think they're even better. Yep. I do. Good job.
1: Thank you, thank you.
2: <laughs> He's like, I will take your praise. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, to start out, oh, sorry, sorry, uh, so to start out, did you guys like it better than the exposition of Magneto? Yes, Patrick still isn't sure.
0: I mean, <laughs> a little bit.
2: This is more of the X-Men that, in my opinion, this felt like the X-Men that you thought that you liked in your head. Right. When you first talked about the X-Men in our right. first issue. Like, yes. this felt more like those X-Men. Sure.
1: <laughs> I just like how I said yes, and I don't even remember the last time. So I was like, yeah, sure, what not? You almost quit reading the last time, yeah. so I hope you like. Yeah, I, I did really enjoy this one, though.
2: Yeah. I. So when I originally read further on to know if it was worth us trying to read... And if it is, if it was like a bigger story arc and when I realized that it was those first three and then these. Yeah, I think
1: originally we did plan, uh, plan on reading one through eight.
2: We did. And then we realized how I – because I started reading and went, oh, my gosh, the first three issues are so long by themselves and they don't really matter for what comes next. I was like, we're splitting it up. So I wanted us to go back because our original plan was to read it all. And I had so that you guys didn't have to,
1: and now you had to. So (laughs) (laughs) He's like, ah, whatever, we're going to do it anyway.
2: But I thought this really showed each of the characters a little better. It Um, did. Although you still don't get much of like, you know, like Colossus is in the one scene where they try to stop them from being kidnapped or what, And
1: then just disappears. (laughs) And he's not on like the rescue team for Wolverine. (laughs) And like he doesn't show up. Well, technically, I'm jumping all the way to the end, but there's like an end panel where the guy from the future is there and, and it has Calaza's everybody, it, like, quote unquote, everybody <laughs> is like supposed to be in that panel and he's not even in it. Well, but I then think Jubilee that's,
2: is. I think that's because this, so these comics are kind of split. You had X Men, which is what we've been reading, and then you had Uncanny X Men, which also told kind of a parallel side stuff uncanny's the original series this was the one that ran parallel starting in the 90s and some of those characters are off on like their own missions I believe like doing stuff as teams and that's why you don't see everybody you don't see characters like Iceman um, Jean Gray wasn't in this one either like no, until guess, no. the picnic like yeah.
1: she wasn't in it um, which was funny.
2: The picnic? Yeah. The whole, you mean the part with Gene and the picnic? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, I'm a bit suspicious of that <laughs> moment. Because it's like, cause, so like we're talking about there's this part where Gene and Scott, Scott yeah. Cyclops, are sitting by this lake <laughs> while uh, Psylocke. Psylocke is swimming. And then she gets out of the lake and Scott's kind of ogling her. And then Gene kinda like zaps them because they're you know they're supposed to be a couple. And it's like, did Psylocke manipulate Cyclops <laughs> like psychic psychically to be attracted to her in that exact moment? I don't think so.
2: I think that's the the point is that Jim Lee got to draw Psylocke in that like half page. Yeah. And then they were just like, Yeah, see that? It's Jim Lee's art. And so they have Cyclops being like, Yeah, Jim <laughs> <laughs> But it was funny because Gene got It was mad. funny. It yeah. made me laugh out loud. That's good. Patrick's just going <laughs> to say that he's not going to add anything. He didn't like it. He rolled his eyes.
0: It's not really much to add. <laughs> he has described it perfectly well.
2: Mm-hmm. But overall, so you didn't seem to care for it much. No. So do you want to talk about it at all?
0: <laughs> this is it, when it we was...
2: talk about the story. <laughs> No,
0: I'm I mean, good. The story, <laughs> the story was fine, um, and the stuff with Wolverine was interesting in its, and, you know, in its own right. There was just too much going on,
2: like all the time.
0: Like all the time, there's too many characters. There was just too much going on.
2: Welcome to X Men,
0: and uh,
2: that's how I feel about X Men. Like every time I read it, yeah. except there's one series that I have read of X Men that I read the whole series because it was only 24 issues that I don't think feels that way. I think it feels pared down. But that's also very 90s. Like, we talked about the 90s feel of comics during Nightfall and all of that. Yeah. Like, this X-Men comic is also very 90s. It's very 90s. It is. It is. Like,
0: that is one of my notes. Mm-hmm. This is very 90s. It is.
2: <laughs> like the entire feel of the and the amount of dialogue
1: and the and oh yeah it was still how really wordy busy the panels are Yeah. like some of the pages and how confusing some of the layouts are there was one or two pages where i kind of had to like read all the dialogue and then figure out what panels would go in what busy. order it was
2: mhm i think part of that though is where the 90s were trying to one cram as much in as possible like all the time many times um is what I should say, many times it seemed like 90s comics tend to just have a lot. Um, but they also—I feel like the 90s was a time in comics—the 80s and 90s, really, is where a lot of our modern-day feel for layout and paneling and and different things comes from. And so I think— Some of that, and I could just be talking out my butt. I don't know, (laughs) but it seems to me like the 80s and the 90s, as far as tone, um, well, they all tended to be a little grittier. They tried to go with a more like realistic look, like the X Men, Jim Lee kind of stuff um, for certain things. But um, everything was like overly detailed, and I feel like they were doing a lot of experimentation with like how much detail can you put in a in a page and uh, comics were being pumped out like crazy, but then you had these people who were, like, really cramming them, and you also had a lot of people messing with what layouts could be like because traditional comics for years and years were just panels kind of like what you saw in the newspaper. They were, like, nine panels per page or so and, like, pretty straightforward all the time. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the 70s really started changing that – and the and really, the eighties and nineties really started creating what we see today, and even now now things are being like totally pushed in different ways sometimes and Uh, And I think that that's part of the benefit of looking back is going like, wow, you can see how they were trying to create momentum and things, but then they were really messy about it sometimes Mm because I don't think it had really been established. Like, I think that they were just trying to create, they were kind of like pushing the comic envelope back in the 90s.
1: Yeah, they they wanted to have a lot of image, but they also at the same time wanted the characters to be explaining everything that was going on because there's like so many words and... Hmm. Like We're, everybody, somebody's always talking, and whereas like some of the panels we see in like Batman or like whatever, there won't be any text. It'll just be an image, but you'll still get kind of an idea of what's going on.
2: Especially mm-hmm. modern comics. Yeah, like it seems like like it's gone completely the opposite direction sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where now there are times where it's like, wow, that took me like. 10 minutes or less, five minutes to read because there was right. like no words. So I go, no words. you go back through and you look at all the artwork and paneling and stuff. <laughs> But like the story is so visual sometimes that you're just like, wow, I flew through that, which is why it sucks that you pay like $4 or more for a comic nowadays because yeah. you're like, wow, that wasn't worth $4 or $5. Um, I totally agree with both of you though that it was, it felt kind of messy and jam packed, but I still liked it. I like that it really felt like you got the characters this time unlike the first 3 issues that mm-hmm. were just Magneto spouting all the time. Um, I like that you could tell that they were setting things up. Um, I really enjoyed getting those flashbacks to Wolverine's mission with Sabretooth and Maverick. Sure. I thought that was cool. Um, it was kind of It
1: was kind of cool how they like the first flashback it was like towards the end of the mission so you got like the last part first. Because he had just barely been able to like go back far enough, mm-hmm. and then later on, when he's uh really wounded, and they they're like, "Oh, we finally have full access, let me watch this. You get everything from the start to the point where you know you saw it the last time,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, and it kind of helped coincide with the what was going on in the present because then they introduced both of his other comrades that were with him that day. they're all mutants working for different organizations.
2: Yeah. 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 I like the basketball scene in the beginning. That was fun.
0: That was.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like when Jubilee's like, you couldn't have beat us. And he's like, yeah, what do an old man know? And throws it and <laughs> makes it behind Swish. his back. And she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I, that's the thing is I feel like it had those little moments it throughout did. it. And that's why I enjoyed it a lot more than the first one. But uh, the other thing, and at the end, I kind of like how they use that final issue um, because it feels like it's separate. But at the same time, I I almost think issue eight uh, with the picnic kind of felt like a prologue, I mean an epilogue. So you kind of had to decompress from everything. You kind of saw everybody chilling and, and taking it easy. And then you it had Bishop introduced and kind of the setup of, uh, Gambit being married and mm-hmm. from the Thieves Guild and having to go back and deal with that. And then I just like that you could see that they were setting stuff up uh, for what comes next while also kind of like letting letting there be an issue where stuff like cooled down a little bit, <laughs> slowed, slowed it yeah, down just a
1: tad. Because <laughs> Wolverine but, was still like obsessing and like he was at the computer trying to get in and trying to figure some stuff out. And then Charles had to go in and or chuck as, he calls, <laughs> as him. he calls him chuck comes in and tells wolverine that you know you've got friends now you're not all by yourself and then you see wolverine come back and feel like he's more like accepting of the group and wanting to be part of the team instead of you know the lone wolverine
0: right
2: i also like how you know he goes was i an assassin or a ninja or like was i just this or that and And Xavier's like, you might have been all of those things. He's like, but that doesn't really matter now. (laughs) He's like, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. Uh, But, yeah. And we know it takes a rogue uh, four hours to make a boysenberry pie. I was going to
1: point that out. I read that. I'm like, there's no way it took her four hours. Unless she made, like, three trials. (laughs) It's possible. Maybe
2: she's just not as good as your mom. Okay. Oh, she's
1: definitely not. <laughs> I mean, I saw that pie. She could have done better.
2: Oh, uh, that's funny. You have anything to add?
0: It was. I. I don't feel like this story was as coherent as it could have been. Okay. Hmm. And I think I I I think it wasn't as focused as I seem to like my stories, which I think is why I haven't been enjoying it as much as you two seem to.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would never. Like, want to read this series. Like, I don't really... Right. I like the feel of the X-Men, but I don't really like X-Men comics very much. Yeah, because I, I, they tend to feel like this.
0: Like like the end of the basketball scene. You know, those those type of things in that comic were
1: fun. Mm-hmm.
0: And I enjoyed reading those. But just everything overall wasn't worth it to me.
1: Yeah. You didn't enjoy gastronomic ventures? no <laughs> I never do um oh. <laughs> especially if it leads to kidnap <laughs> especially if
2: it leads to kidnap.
0: I feel like I would like uh, individual stories based on a specific character and not
1: no I, I think they tried to almost do that like they usually have like a member be the focus. Right. Like this time then it were, was it's, Wolverine, but then you have all these other characters that are kind of supporting that one.
0: I feel like it's more a too many cooks situation hmm. for me.
2: No, yeah, I, I see where you're
0: Because your they are.
1: all have to have their page
0: time. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I totally get that.
0: But, hey, <laughs> if every comic was for every person, they'd all be boring.
2: Yeah, and that's why I, I'll have said for years and years that there is a comic for everyone but comics aren't for everyone (laughs) right like it's just there might be one specific type or story or something that you you personally would like sure but that doesn't mean you will like comics and it definitely doesn't mean that you will like all comics right but yeah yep i i am totally on board with what you're saying man um I also think that it, you know, to one of my favorite parts, it isn't what I would consider my favorite part, but it was a scene that was pared down. It was a simple, simple page. And it was when Maverick's like, yeah, it'll take two seconds. And then you get a single a single panel of blood splatter. And it says, actually, it took about 30. And, <laughs> yeah, then, and awesome. it went exactly how you expected mm-hmm. And, and like that page was so simple and that had so much flair and felt so cool. And it was the one that didn't even show the fight where so many other pages were like, had to fill in with everybody getting their punches in or their throws and rogue breaking through a wall and like all this stuff, which can be cool. But at the same time, it can be a lot on a page if you, if you don't have it feeling clean, um, and but yeah, these are just our opinions. If you love 90s X-Men and you think we are totally wrong, tell us why. Yeah. At guys with Issues. At Longbox. At Longbox yeah. issues. So anyway, okay. So did you have a favorite scene?
0: I think my favorite scene was when Gambit's wife showed up. <laughs> Uh, just because everybody was floored that he had a dude, wife. The, it was the, all of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what? It was pretty good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. And and it rogue's face, the <laughs> right. way she's like, You had better explain yourself <laughs> right now. Pretty
1: much. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I did uh-huh. like that. That was a good one. Um I don't know if I had one really. I'm thinking <laughs>
0: Should we get the uh, final jeopardy question <laughs>
1: why don't you go, Chris? I'll think about it. So you uh, remember what I'm line gonna it would
2: be. I'm gonna cheat a little and not pick a a specific scene. I liked the flashbacks to Logan's uh, mission that they were trying to find. and I like how you saw answers to some things in that or connections with people. Um, who they were in the current issue and their ties to him compared to who he knew them as like in that time in his life. Um, I like the flashback scenes. I also um, like the scene where uh, Wolverine ambushes them from inside the grave when he busts out of the casket at the end. Mm. I thought that was kind of cool when he jumps the the organ at the startups or whatever. Right. They go to that graveyard and he's like, "They're like, the well, startups. and then he's like, <laughs> they're all from Silicon Valley." <laughs> and then they're he, like, "How'd you beat
0: us?" And he was like, "I didn't have to come here in the
1: dark." <laughs> <laughs>
2: but i was just like (laughs) oh that's funny he was like just imagine him he's like getting in a
1: casket (laughs) like getting all ready to ambush him at night in a graveyard i saw that i'm like who put the dirt back on top of him dude he's got
2: the whole team okay I'm sure he uh, could yeah. recruit one guy. Colossus, it seemed like he
1: walked where... Colossus. I mean, Colossus. <laughs> but what would that conversation be like? He walks up to me like, okay, buddy, I need your help. He's like, uh, uh, all right, Wolverine, what do you need? I need you to help me dig up a grave that a person I buried 30 years ago. And then I'm going to get into the casket with his body. And then I need you to put the dirt back on top of me so that these bad guys, I'm just assuming, are going to come over here and dig this up. Because I <laughs> think they figured it out, hopefully, that they could dig this up just so I can pounce out and get them.
2: That is a master plan. That's how you...
0: <laughs> and it's like... I mean, that's not how I read how it happened, but I mean, that's...
2: Me either, but then, <laughs> But I like his
0: interpretation. I do. <laughs> it's interesting.
1: I'm just like, uh... that... There, there could have been better plans there, guy. I, uh,
2: no, I like that. I like those moments. Nice little, nice little cherry on top for the rest of the story. Right. You got nothing.
1: I don't really have anything. The nothing. basketball I mean, scene. Yeah, come on, bub. I think the basketball scene was pretty good. <laughs> pies to the face. You're always a fan of pies to I'm, the face. Yeah, I'm a big fan of pies to the face.
0: I'll have to remember that for your birthday
1: oh we're gonna do like the mexican style where i'm like oh it's a cake bam
0: no you're just gonna walk in somewhere and i'm just gonna hit you in the face Bye. i wasn't sure if he Done. was gonna
2: hit you or hit me for your gift uh, you
0: like pies on the he face he didn't specify which face so i'm assuming it's this uh, i'll take it
1: to the face to the face <laughs> boysenberry yeah sure <laughs> I, I don't even know if i've ever had a boysenberry
2: i think i did once i've had boysenberry pie. i believe i've had one um
0: but then again it's pie so
2: okay well so you didn't have one technically
1: i mean technically no there's not like one scene that really ever stood out when i was reading like yeah the flashbacks were cool it all kind of just for me it all kind of flowed together yeah but there was not like one moment that was like oh that was cool i
2: like the opening scene where they're where they get omega red
1: Oh, well, everybody has their hands.
2: Well, I like I it just felt very like a like a movie where, you know, the movie rolls and the screen goes, you know, you'd see like the Arctic and you see them getting this guy and they activate him and then they're like, this is the guy you want and he looks at him and he's like, oh, good." And then it would like zoom in on the picture and then it would be like him on the basketball court or something. Right. Like it felt like a movie Paneling, I like that. That It was very cinematic. Um, It was a cool setup to just establish immediately the main antagonist as far as physical antagonist has ties to the character that the story is going to be about. Right. I liked that. I I, I enjoyed that. But I had to bring up that scene because I forgot to mention it earlier.
0: There you go. So
2: anyway, favorite character?
0: Probably Logan, yeah,
2: yeah, we'll makes hope. sense about him. Got, yeah, he got the most screen time, and he's you know Canadian page time, so why not? <laughs> and he's Canadian, <laughs> throw him a bone.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: Logan. Cool. Uh, then
0: again, I've always liked Wolverine. I yeah. think he was
1: in your at in our. Is he, he, he did. In your he top, did talk about your top him top three
2: in the original uh, list. Of top three Wolverine was mentioned yes makes sense got a story that was more about him I bet you'd probably enjoy his solo comics I'm sure I would that's what it what it is that's really what you would enjoy out of X-Men is Wolverine's solo series probably yep I could see that because that goes with what you said
1: a minute ago Mm -hmm. I do know it is kind of nice how they they tell you when you're reading what the other comics are when they have a reference. Right. So like, they'll mm-hmm. talk about something like, Oh, this is uncanny X-Men, like number 82 or whatever. Or yep. it, it'll be like, Oh, for more, see Wolverine number, blah, blah, blah.
0: Right. Or this was in last. It, yeah. <laughs> the last it, issue.
1: Previous issue.
2: I, uh, that is
1: unique. I don't think I've ever seen that.
2: It It's really common for comics, especially back then. You see it now sometimes. Mm. Um, but I feel like nowadays they don't try to interconnect those as much. Um, sometimes it is weird. I would almost prefer if comics still did that regularly, though, mm-hmm. because they're like, you can be reading a Batman comic and they might be like, yeah, and we have to remember so and so so that their life wasn't a waste. And I wouldn't mind the little box saying, reference issue, you know, detective comics, you know, right. whatever. I I don't dislike that and I understand it, you know, you have to have somebody who's doing that to make sure that it's tied together and maybe they don't pay the editor to do that nowadays. <laughs> maybe that's not what they do.
1: Probably um, not.
2: But that but a lot of times it'd be like the editor's name in the little box like check this out. Right. Yeah. Um but yeah, that was super common especially back in mm. like the 90s. Cool. because they had so many things that would like cross over because they wanted you to have to buy all of those series they wanted to make sure that you were buying everything so
1: but then if it was something you enjoyed and you got kind of frustrated because you couldn't figure out oh yeah you know what does this mean wh- wh- where do I find this more information you just have to read the comics the comics tell you where to go to- for more comics yep yeah no I don't, it's think, like it's a a, I don't think it's I don't think a bad system. thing but uh, my favorite character would have to be probably the Beast yeah yeah, he had a lot. Of, he had a lot of fun. A, a lot of fun dialogue. I like when he uh, transformed into like a, he had like a disguise thing, right? And he turned into like a regular dude.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And someone was like, "I kind of prefer you the other way, actually."
2: Jubilee. Oh, I guess that's an improvement. <laughs> I would, I would almost pick Jubilee as my favorite character because she always either looks confused, exasperated. Uh, or, like, total, like she almost always looks out of her element somehow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she reminds me of the girl from Deadpool. Did you uh, ever watch Deadpool?
2: Uh, super Negasonic Teenage yeah. Warhead or whatever her
1: name
0: was. I think that was it,
1: yeah. I'm just like, why does she always behave like her? Maybe they based that character in Deadpool off of Jubilee.
2: Well, I mean, they're probably similar in age from what that is, and Mm -hmm. I mean, they both have that attitude, kind of. I mean, she's like a 90s teenager, but uh, I would say, uh, I think Logan was uh, the highlight, probably, Um, but I'll say my favorite was Maverick. I liked his scenes, I I liked how he operated and what he was doing, and... Um, I do like when he holds the gun up to Wolverine's face, and he's like, "Yeah, I know this adamantium can stop this bullet, but your eye isn't made up, right?"
1: Yeah, that was good.
2: Uh, but it was it was just fun to see him try to work with him while still trying to be clandestine and like having that whole idea. Um, I thought it was an interesting character to to have in a in a little and to see
1: him be like of the three of them he's the only one that actually remembers everything <laughs> because uh, Sabretooth he doesn't remember anything either like they Wolverine and him both have amnesia and but he's just like really from you...
2: Weapon X yeah like but from from what they did to Wolverine and Sabretooth maybe if probably. I remember I think they said
1: that in of. the
0: makes sense yeah I don't know
2: what about least favorite scene? You didn't really like it, did you? Have a least favorite part?
0: Any time somebody said, "Well, I guess your mutant powers don't last that long," or whatever, <laughs> it's just so dumb.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> said that about Logan's healing factor, and they said that about somebody else. I don't remember what it was.
2: I do like that line when they say that he's not going to be a problem, and he's like healing factor however many pounds like he liked it and (laughs) he wakes up and he's like not a problem right that was that was moderately fun they had a lot of like single panel moments i liked overall but Mm -hmm. so you didn't like every time every time one of the the like rich people who were doing the experiments would be like "Mm, good thing powers suck
1: yeah pretty much
2: (laughs) What about you, Wilhelm?
1: So I was actually going to say the graveyard scene <laughs> for the previously stated rant that I went on. That's amazing. And I, I was love like, it. It, uh, I, I just call baloney. I'm like, how did he get in there? <laughs> he's been in there for 30 years. Yeah,
2: what you don't realize is he time-traveled, climbed in the box, and he's like,
1: my healing factor will keep me alive. <laughs> but then he was in there with a dead body for 30 years. That's how he survived. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting worse
0: and worse.
2: Uh, that's hilarious. Uh, my least favorite scene is when they jump to like the other places, like the Mojo Planet.
1: Oh, that, that was going to be stuff. my other one. Yeah. I was... don't,
2: I don't, I know they're trying to build like an overarching like look at these things that are going on and these other people involved that'll eventually
1: play in
0: I completely forgot about those I did <laughs> I
1: did too when I was reading it I'm like oh I'm going to make this my least favorite and then I time passed and I immediately forgot about it and he brought it up I'm like oh nope that was it yeah because it made no sense it
2: shouldn't be in there at all it's well, I get that it was, the,
1: try- it was it was I would say it was the one part that would be kind of jarring because they'd go to that, and it's like, okay, how's this gonna and play and sometimes it? it was for pages, yeah and it it would and like none of it made like sense pages because they didn't give it enough runtime to make it its own thing, and now whenever they pick that story up, they're basically just gonna have to go back and explain what happened
2: i and it may have already been going on like in one of the other series or something, but then why would they put it in but I it? don't because they're tying them together, that's what they're doing i Just thought, you know what? If you're going to do something like that, stick it in at the end. I don't care. Don't put it in the middle of like your story. Like two-thirds in, you have five, six pages of something that's totally irrelevant. (laughs) I did not enjoy that. That bugged me. And Mojo's always been stupid. I don't like that guy. (laughs) But anyway. Least favorite character? Oh, I had it.
1: Mojo,
0: <laughs> you know I'm actually gonna say Gambit.
2: Oh yeah, no, yeah. don't like his attitude. No, mm.
1: you don't like his accent. His accent was fine.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> because he doesn't respect boundaries. Yes, I knew that. That I knew you were gonna say something about that. Yeah. I expected you to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I figured. Pat, I was. Reading. I really like his power. That he can charge anything with objects, extra yeah. kinetic energy. Right, that's cool. Uh, I knew I expected you to be like Gambit was kind of a kind of scum scumbag. He was. Seems like it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is why I think my favorite scene was when his wife showed up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah. Rogue still likes him, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, her. I mean, if she didn't, she'd just be like, "Okay, you want a kiss? Here we go. <laughs> 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 See you later, buddy." I like that. Rogues like people
2: can't touch me. But she wears, like, the skimpiest outfit of, like, that of whole picnic. Yeah. Like, don't touch me. If I fall, somebody dies because they're <laughs> going to try to catch me. <laughs> I trip dead.
1: So 90s. <laughs> uh, what about you? Uh, I would have to say, um, I don't remember what their names are, but basically like the Nazi twins. and The Nazi couple. Okay. Like the... Bioelectric oh, people, you know who I'm talking about, like the they're blonde people. Yeah, and they're like, oh. they held their hands and
2: the ones that like f- were part of the bankrolling of the Omega Red stuff.
1: Yeah, even though I thought the blue haired guy was the one that financed everything, or maybe I, I misread what bubble that was going to.
2: Are you talking about uh, Psylocke's like m- mentor? Not mentor.
1: The guy who basically like took over her mind somehow.
2: Yeah was a ch- keyword trigger phrase, yeah, yeah.
1: I thought like that bubble was going to him, and so I was kind of confused as what purpose did they actually serve because they didn't really do anything. I think they were part of like Other, that they, board. They showed I thought up. They
2: were like part of the organization.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't they know.
2: They were my least favorite too. What yeah. about you?
1: Same. So, oh yeah, you yep. said that same. Yep. Cool.
2: I didn't like them either. I was like, eh, whatever. They weren't that cool, and. They seemed kinda of pointless and, and they were just bored. Yeah,
1: they had one panel where they're like, Oh, we're gonna hold hands and shock people. <laughs> I'm like, We could do that with like some wool socks and a rug. Like <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't even remember this scene.
2: You don't? No. Yeah, where they held hands as brother and sister and were like, We've got the power and held their hands no. up No. it was like a I mean, how- solar flash <laughs> electric thing. It like looked like a giant flashbang
0: no there was just oh. there was way too much going on I guess
1: mm. yep
2: that happened
0: okay okay <laughs> um,
1: uh, how gypped were they that they had to have two people to make their abilities work
2: yeah that's it's always... what
1: it it was it, that's the kind of like the, the vibe it gave is like they had to be able to hold each other's hands and so if something happened to one of them they're basically done
2: well doesn't Psylocke like psychic knife her brain later wasn't that her? Ah, uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. That looked rough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There you go. We totally forgot to talk about emails. We did. So we just want to give a shout-out to Heather. Sorry, Kristoff. You've you've sent <laughs> Ooh, us... Ooh, psych. Uh, you
1: thought it was going to be about you, Heather, but it's not.
2: <laughs> no. No, I'm saying sorry to Kristoff.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were like, Heather? Oh, no, sorry, Christoph.
2: No, Heather has sent one email, and Kristoff has sent five. <laughs> <laughs> or four. Four emails. But we're going to we're gonna talk about Heather's cause she shared her Christmas tradition. She makes a <laughs> a Christmas breakfast casserole. There you go, casserole. Hmm. I'm, and and it's got bologna and green beans and eggs and cheese and it's from a nineteen eighties cookbook mm-hmm. and she said it's super weird, but they all love it, and mm-hmm. it was a tradition that Patrick's mother had done. It was. And so she revived it for her family. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she doesn't want to keep it going sometimes, but everybody <laughs> insists that that is part of their gris Yep. Uh, and we also wanted to just say we're glad to hear that you kept pushing through Cradle and that you yes. are enjoying it, um, except for Uncrowned, which my wife also didn't enjoy very much. So you guys are kind of on the same page with that. I'm not surprised with your – disapproval of uh all of the fight scenes in the books (laughs) that's your least favorite stuff and that's about a tournament where people fight so uh yeah not surprised my wife doesn't like tournaments so she also did not enjoy uncrowned very much but you're really getting into the good stuff now where all of the threads begin to tie together and you, the big picture starts closing in. Mm-hmm. And that's where the all of the things you've waded through that you didn't enjoy, uh you get to see all of the parts that you did enjoy play a play a bigger a bigger impact into the finale. So, you're almost there. You're get, you're getting close. We're glad you stuck with it and you found that you did enjoy it more than you thought you might. Yep, because we like it. Obviously. Quite a bit. (laughs) But yeah, thanks for sharing your Christmas tradition. And I kind of want to try your casserole now. I bet I could look up something that would, I could just type those ingredients. I'm I'm sure I
0: could get the recipe.
2: I know. If you want the specifics. The specifics. Um, But yeah, Christoph Christoph had a lot of stuff. He also says a good sandwich shop is panini panini. Right. (laughs) Nice.
0: (laughs) Which we might be eating at soon.
2: At Panini Panini?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, when are you doing that?
0: No, I said we might. It's in the Valpo area.
2: Oh, so you're saying mm. when we go to play a board game. Yeah. I see. I see. I didn't know that a sandwich shop was included in that.
0: Well, that's why I said <laughs> might.
1: <laughs> it's in the area. It's a possibility. Yes. Mm.
2: Well, there you go. There's a lot of things in that area. It's full of <laughs> possibilities.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs>
2: Okay. Well, this has gotten on long enough. It really has. Yep.
1: Hi, Patrick. We did. We didn't rate it.
2: We're not gonna. (laughs) What? No, we're done rating. We're not rating anymore. Nobody cares about our ratings. Okay. I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) So, out of claws. Is that what you want? Because I'm asking because it's the holidays and Santa Claus (laughs) and Wolverine's claws. Sure, we can do claws. How many claws would you give it? Three. Three. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, you know, I'd probably give it a 3-2.
2: Same. Yeah. There we go. Three claws. Three Solid claws. three all around. <laughs> They're
1: it's rated. <laughs> Which I like, because, you know, uh, he's, he's got, you know, three claws <laughs> on each hand. All right. Yep.
2: <laughs> okay, so what were you
0: saying? I'm Patrick.
1: <laughs> this is Will.
2: And I'm Chris, and we are Guys With Issues. You can catch the new issue of Guys with Issues each week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts.
0: You can catch the new issue of Guys with Issues each week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts.
1: Send us emails to longbots at guyswithissues.com and tell us your thoughts or send us suggestions on what we should read next. We would love to hear from our listeners.
2: we done is this we covered it well i think so i didn't know if anybody what i mean is
0: okay. all right well i guess i'm patrick no no we're not that done.
2: what i meant was did either of you have anything else you wanted to add before nope. we move on well we're done uh okay we're taking the headphones off <laughs> good good episode Because that's not an issue. We didn't even talk about anything.